Give us three reasons people need to go to Sicily. Because it's a microcosm of the Mediterranean, because it's a perfect place to reconnect with your roots, even if you're not Italian. And it's a, an incredible foodie destination. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Travel Unpacked. I'm your host, Nicole. And I'm Kelsey. And this week, Josh is on vacation in Disney. I love Disney. I hope he's having a magical time. He is. He likes to go there, I think, at least every couple of years and uh, see what's new, which there always is something new. Good for him. We'll miss him. So what's going on, Nicole? What are we doing today? So this week, we are introducing a brand new miniseries, and we're really excited about it. It is called Behind the Tour, and we're going to dive in deep and talk about one of our most trendy destinations that Colette offers. We know that our tour designers and our guides are the people who bring our Colette adventures to life. They're the ones on the ground. They're thinking of every detail. They're thinking for you. They're curating every experience that you will do on tour. So they're the beating heart of what we do at Colette. They help create the experiences that travelers will remember. And with the Behind the Tour, we're rolling out the red carpet for our fantastic tour designers and tour guides and inviting them behind the scenes. We'll be unpacking destinations, getting the inside scoop on what makes our tours really special and really unique. So if you've booked a tour with us, for example, and you want to know more about it or you're looking for inspiration about where to go next, Behind the Tour is a great tool. In Sicily which is what we're going to be talking about today with a very special guest. It's a really fun place to dive into. With that, let's get to know our very first guest for this miniseries. We are so excited to have Shannon Levy. She is the designer here at Colette for the Italy Tours. Hi, Shannon. Introduce yourself. Buongiorno, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on this uh, episode. I'm very excited to debut with Sicily because Sicily is the heart of Italy. Sicily is the key to understand most of Italy's history uh, and also the key to understanding the history of the Mediterranean. So very exciting. I've been at Colette for uh, five years uh, and I am Italian, born and raised, even though my name sounds Irish. That's because my mom was Irish-American. My dad's from Italy and I am a Roman. I am born and raised in Rome. That must be such a cool city to live in. I love Rome. Indeed it is, Nicole. It's a beautiful place, but all of Italy is beautiful. Oh, absolutely agree. It's like one of our most popular regions or our most popular region for a reason. Most definitely. I'll let you all know that I've had the pleasure of working very closely with Shannon this last couple of years. And she's hands down one of my favorites. She's absolutely amazing. And she is so focused on the littlest details of the tour to make sure that when you're traveling with us, that you're getting the ultimate authentic Italian experience. And she also agrees with me that food is everything. The amount of times I've heard her say gelato, I'm just saying. So now that we've learned a little bit about you, Shannon, tell us more about Sicily. In particular, if you love gelato, have you had ice cream for breakfast in Sicily? Absolutely. We call it brioche congelato. So brioche is the bun, which is a very fluffy bun that rises overnight and is baked. And then it is stuffed with gelato, which is ice cream, an Italian version of ice cream, or with granita. Granita is a very, very thinly shaved ice slush that is flavored with different typical Sicilian flavors that can be pistachio, almonds, 
mulberries. So it's actually very typical across all of Sicily to have this brioche bun as a breakfast up until mid-morning. That sounds so good. So Shannon, I'm curious about Sicily. I think a lot of people, when they picture Italy, picture the north of Italy. And when they picture Sicily, they picture people cooking, cooking with their hands, like just really deep into the Italian culture and just using fresh herbs on everything and maybe having a, a bit of a more homey experience than you'd get in northern Italy, where it's a little more cosmopolitan. Definitely. Italy is a country that is divided into in the sense that the center and the north of the country, our economy is much stronger. There is more employment. There is, as you said, Nicole, a more cosmopolitan feel because we can reach by land other countries. We border with Austria, with France, with Switzerland, and so on. Sicily and Southern Italy are more isolated. Sicily, of course, is an island, so in itself that is a geographical fact, but it is also more distant from the uh, European influences. Therefore, everything in southern Italy and in Sicily moves at a little bit slower pace. Our economy is slower and the pace of life is slower. So one of the important things to pack when you're traveling to Sicily is patience, uh, to just be ready to turn down the dial. Those are really great tips. And something I think to definitely keep at the forefront of your mind is as you are traveling to Sicily. Can you tell us what tours we have to bring travelers to Sicily? We actually have three tours that go to Sicily. We have our classic tour, uh, Southern Italy and Sicily, that starts in Sicily and crosses all the way up to Rome. It crosses five regions. Sicily is, the, is where we spend most time. So it's a great tour for anybody who wants to reconnect with their Italian roots. But it's also a great tour in general in terms of getting an overview of the southern part of, of my country. And then we have two exploration tours that go through Sicily. One is a mix of Malta and Sicily, and that's fascinating in itself. Malta has uh, monuments that are older than Stonehenge in the UK, so six, seven thousand years old, maybe more. And the other tour is Sicily Explorations that includes a two-night stay on the islands of uh, Salina, uh, which are north of Sicily, part of Sicily region. Uh, and it is a very unique take on uh, the island because it allows you to experience uh, the great outdoors um, of Sicily, uh, Mount Etna, the big volcano, uh, the satellite islands to Sicily, and also crosses the interior where much of that romantic picture, Nicole, that you painted about the farmers and women cooking at home, the heartland of Sicily still has that. And it's interesting for any listeners who don't know um, Explorations, the two tours that Shannon was just talking about, those are our small group tours. So you have between 14 and 24 people on those tours. And I think it's so important for these tours that you're in a small group to really dive into the culture 
and get a feel for what Sicily is like and uncover that. And I think these tours kind of lend themselves. They were designed by Shannon to be more accessible to culture and to really play up that that small group experience. Can you tell us a little, Shannon, about how they were designed with that group in mind? So, for example, on Sicily and its Isles, we kickstart the tour in Palermo with uh, a market food tour. Palermo street food culture is the best in Italy and one of the strongest in the world. Uh, and the markets are really where the street food lives and is at its best. So the best way to tour Palermo is not to focus so much on the monuments and the important uh, cathedrals and things like that. We do visit that a little bit later in the day, but really connect with the local culture, experience the people by diving into the markets. And what is reflected in the street food is the many, many layers of different cultures that have succeeded each other in Sicily since the ancient Greek times, all through the Romans, the Phoenicians, the Viking population that came from Northern Europe, Byzantines, Arabs, Spaniards, French, and each one of these dominations left something in the food so that the food in Sicily is very unique compared to the rest of Italy because it connects sweet and sour food together with fresh herbs, spices, and ingredients that are not used anywhere else in Italian cuisine. So that's a great, great way of starting the tour. And this is really a foodie tour. Shannon, I love the way that you you speak about Sicily. I feel like I can just see it in my mind's eye as you're speaking. Something that pops into my head, because Kelsey makes a good point, you do paint quite a scene of what Sicily is like, it seems almost untouched, whether by tourism, by all the distractions of modern times. Is that just my perception or is is there some truth to Sicily being a little bit of a slice of maybe Italy in days past? There is, Nicole, you're right. However, we have to be honest in painting the fair picture. It is a contemporary society. You will not see donkeys in the streets. We will not see old vintage cars or things like that. Everything is very modern and contemporary. There's cell phones everywhere. Uh, Italians, we love our cell phones. Sicilians, uh, not the least. However, it is true that everything is more traditional. There is a more traditional take on life, on family, on the importance of maintaining a traditional way of life. Would you say travelers who go there feel a little bit more rooted and connected, like as one of their takeaways from having visited Sicily? Definitely so. It is a place where you can reconnect with your roots. And Sicily is a place where there's a lot of people that, because the economy is slower, there's a lot of unemployment, there's a lot of people that make a living not with official means. They live, how do you say, by one's wits and they live of expedience. They live uh, by making money without having an official employment. So they will sell the food they grew in the garden, but they don't give a receipt for it. Or they will sell trinkets that are not like they, without an official license and stuff like that. And that goes together with our larger cities. We only experience Palermo 
from that point of view. But Palermo is a shocker because it's in all our tours. That's what the beauty of travel is that what's normal for you is not going to be how other people live in other parts of the world. Travel broadens your horizon. It makes the world both bigger and, and kind of smaller at the same time. There's so many things that are the same no matter where you go. And then there's just a different way of life or different history or reasons for for something being the way it is. And that's a story that you'll learn when you t when you travel somewhere. But I think travelers are more comfortable going and exploring. And if they have the right expectation, that's even better. Absolutely. And Sicily in, in that is a fantastic destination to expand your comfort zone and experience something exotic. It's definitely the most exotic place we have in Europe. Um, because of this mix of cultures and layers in time that comes across also through food and so on, but also the great mix of the beauty, the incredible beauty we have. And you have this, it's a place of incredible human-made meets nature beauty, nature's beauty. And you have these moments in these places that really make your heart sing and then you have places where you have to face a reality that is definitely not as easy or as rosy as we could wish it to be i really appreciate that we get to experience and learn and hear about the struggles that sicily has gone through because you're right we're going there as a vacation to see something new but there are people who live there who have gone through this who are experiencing that and their their parents and their grandparents have have gone through all of these struggles so i think it's a really great really great thing that you've built into the tour that we get to really learn about that now, Shannon, what would you say are some of your favorite stories from the tours? Have there been any big kind of aha moments that travelers have had that they've taken the time to write about or express that really stood out to them? One of the experiences our travelers talk a lot about is the opportunity of meeting Maria Grammatico, who is a pastry chef. She wrote a book called Bitter Almonds that had a lot of success because she very honestly told the story of her childhood and her upbringing in a very small town of Western Sicily called Erice. And we actually visit her and have the opportunity to interact with her as we learn how to make some of the local almond cookies. And the other one is on uh, the old world Sicilian Malta. Uh, when we are in the southeast of Sicily in Ragusa, we uh, go uh, to a local farm. And uh, one of the things that is really aha moment is when they're making ricotta cheese, which is really not cheese. I'm going to get told off by experts because a ricotta is a byproduct of cheese. It's not a real cheese. But anyway, it's delicious. And it's the main ingredient for cannoli. So very important thing. And making ricotta is one of those basic skills that grounds you, that reconnects you with the rhythm of the earth, of the countryside. And so really creates one of those moments that touch you and stay with you for, for the rest of the trip. I noticed that your two big moments involve food. I, I mean, we can explain all of Italy's history, geography, Sicily's history and geography uh, through food. And I think it's the, for many people, it's why they travel. <laughs> like 70% of people travel for food. I do. I do. Same as I do. 
Okay, so, so that's a hundred percent. Yeah, that <laughs> small sample size, but a hundred percent. So, Shannon, just on this topic, what makes Sicilian food so great, in your opinion? Well, I give you this as an example. In Italy, when we have to decide as friends, let's go out for dinner. The discussion is, are you in the mood for Sicilian, Neapolitan, Sardinian, Venetian, and so on? And of course, Sicilian food always wins, 100%. If Sicilian is a possibility, but that is to say that our cuisine is very regionalized. We don't have the national dishes. We have regional dishes. So uh, going to Sicily for the food has a great reason because you are diving into one of the great cuisines of Italy. And it really is the key to unpacking and understanding the history because when you walk around Palermo, for example, on our food tour, you taste one thing that is having an ancient Greek origin, Mm. then you taste another thing that is coming from the French domination, then you taste something else that is coming from the Arab domination. And it all blends in marvelously. So what's your favorite dish? You can only choose one. What's your favorite Sicilian dish? Mm, I'm going to say caponata. Caponata is mixed vegetables, eggplants and carrots and pumpkin and celery and so on. And they are all cooked separately and united thanks to a sweet and sour sauce. And we eat it cold, like almost like a spread. The best way to eat it is on a nice slice of Sicilian bread that oh. is sprinkled with sesame. And then you put this wonderful concoction of all these different vegetables just melt in your mouth and have this sweet and sour because you make it with vinegar and sugar. It hits you with all these different flavors and textures. It's fantastic. Yummy. Sounds great. I feel like foodies, like someone who declares themselves a foodie, would be amongst the perfect travelers to travel to Sicily. Definitely so. And, and the foodie trip is our exploration Sicily and its isles, because not only it has the food tour in Palermo, but we visit Maria Grammatico for the cookies. We go to an olive oil farm, a caper farm. We go to the farm where we make ricotta and so on. So there's many, many opportunities from that point of view. But if you're a history buff, then the old world Malta and Sicily is the tour for you because Malta brings together temples that are older from of Stonehenge to the history and the mythology of the Knights of Malta that fought back the Ottomans in 1565. There's a lot of World War II history because fascism, Italy, fascist Italy tried to conquer the island. The island fought back with the support of the British because they were part of the British Empire. And then you cross over to Sicily and you have all these layers with the Greek uh, history, the ancient Romans, and and so on. So if you're a history buff, the old world Sicily and Malta is definitely for you. Awesome. So Shannon, tell us three things everyone should do or see in Sicily. You should always visit the ancient temples of Agrigento. Explore Mount Etna, the volcano, on an off-road vehicle and eat cannoli. Give us three reasons people need to go to Sicily. 
because it's a microcosm of the Mediterranean, because it's a perfect place to reconnect with your roots, even if you're not Italian. And it's an incredible foodie destination. And speaking of food, last one. What are three foods everyone should try in Sicily? The eggplant caponata, which is this ratatouille-style mix of vegetables. Pasta with pistachio nut pesto. Amazing. And a brioche bun with granita di ice slush. Amazing. You've made me hungry. I have one last fun fact for all of you. Yes. Yes. What is all this thing and frenzy about soy milk and oat milk, almond milk and so on? Did you know that in Sicily, we've been drinking almond milk for at least seven centuries? Started drinking it three years ago. Look at us. About that. We're a little behind the ball. We're catching up though. You're totally catching up. And like, people are like, what's the problem? They're like, yeah, mango almond milk as much as you want. Well, that's hysterical. We're, we're super behind, but we're catching up. See, Sicily, ahead of the times. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Shannon, for joining us today, for bringing us behind the scenes of Sicily and really diving in deep to the culture, the food, the people, really what, what travelers can expect when they go there. It's It's been so eye-opening and interesting to learn about. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. Grazie mille and arrivederci in Sicily. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. And don't forget to pack your patience. Your patience. And well broken in walking shoes. Well broken in 100%. <laughs>